Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. Anita, Yvonne, and I want to wish you and yours all the happiness that this season can bring. And we really, truly, from the bottom of our hearts, want to thank you for sharing a bit of your days with us for the past 11 months. We have enjoyed it tremendously, and we certainly hope you have as well. This week, we are sharing four best episodes, episodes that uh, we really enjoy making and listening to and from what it looks like to us or have real crowd pleasers. So we thought this might catch up some of the new listeners and give the our longtime loyal listeners a chance to revisit with us and listen to the, our first episode, which is what we're sharing today. It's the about episode. And as you can imagine, it's about us and also why we decided to start the podcast. So it gives you a little background information. Before we get started today, I want to announce the winner of our, our Jackson Perkins $250 giveaway. It is Julie Briones. We know Julie from... Um, reading our blogs, and I believe she is also a podcast listener. So thank you, Julie, for um, commenting, and congratulations to you. For everybody else, you can still head over to jacksonandperkins.com slash DTT, because guess what, guys? They got a big sale going on. So not everybody was as lucky as our winner, but you can still be lucky to get some great things on sale. So thank you to Jackson and Perkins for um, sharing that wonderful giveaway with our listeners. So I hope that you enjoy getting to know us a little better in the About episode. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's get started. Welcome to episode one of Decorating Tips and Tricks. We're so excited you're here. Welcome, everyone. We're so excited. We have been talking about doing this for so long, and I can't believe we're finally starting to do this. And what fun to be doing it with my friends. Mm, oh, I agree. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> but, you know, it took a lot of learning to get to where we are today to be able to be talking to everyone uh, on a podcast. So, a lot of um, bloopers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had some funny bloopers and whatnot. Maybe we'll share those down the line when we get a little more confidence. But um, we are thrilled to be here to be talking to you uh, in this format. Yeah, and what they're trying to say is that I just messed up. And we're having to redo this a second time because of my little blooper. <laughs> so they're very—they're being very kind. So, but I've been a podcast listener uh, to so many podcasts for many, many years. And once I discovered them, it was like a whole new world opened up to me. And I love listening to podcasts while I'm driving, doing laundry, uh, dish, doing the dishes. So this was just a, really a dream come true for me to get to do this and to really create a podcast like the kind that I wanted to hear because I listened to so many, but I didn't really have any decorating podcasts that, that I could even find to listen to. Now, there's a few out there now, but uh, we really had a dream of what we wanted to be in the podcast, and that's what we've created. Yeah, leave it to uh, bloggers and DIYers and decorators to just create the what wasn't there. So um, that's what decorating tips and tricks is all about. We think it's um, 
going to be your go-to podcast for information about decorating and spending time with the three of us. And it's another um, way that we can reach out to our readers and other podcasters and give them an opportunity when they're on the go doing things like you said, in the car, doing their laundry, exercising, walking, whatever, walking the dog, that um, we can give them an um, opportunity to learn right along with us. Yeah, podcasting is great in that way because it's on your own schedule. We record them, they're in there, and you get to listen to them when it works for you. And you don't have to sit in one place and read something or watch a video. We can walk along with you and your dog, just like Yvonne says. Um, so I think it's going to be terrific. And you know, we're all passionate decorators. We love decorating and we all have blogs and, and we've learned so much from that, that we just want to share that with everyone else because we know that if you're like us and we bet that you are, you love decorating too. Well, and I know we're going to have some listeners who are, have listened to podcasts before and are very familiar with them, but also we're hoping to get some readers of our blogs to listen to podcast and discover this whole wonderful world of podcast listening. Yeah, I think it's going to be a whole new connection uh, in a different way. It's just fun to hear it, the voices of bloggers that you've been reading for years. And um, maybe a lot of them don't know what great friendships we have developed over the years. And to, um, you know, hear us together, it'd be just like a group of, of women and maybe some men too. Maybe Bobby will join us. <laughs> That's Yvonne's husband. And I think he really wants to be on our podcast. He um, does. He does. He thinks he's a star. <laughs> See, my husband is like, when I said that to my husband, he was like, he couldn't get away from me fast enough. <laughs> well, you know, Bobby, when we do something together on the blog, he thinks, oh, Yvonne, I'm like a mini star. You talk about me on the blog. you know. Really? And my husband's like, do not show a picture of me on your blog. Do not show a picture of me. <laughs> well, we're going to forge new connections uh, with our readers, with new podcast listeners, with each other, and maybe even with Bobby. So we're so happy you're joining along with us. <laughs> so today is our About Me page, basically. So we're going to just tell you a little bit about ourselves before we get into the decorating tips and tricks, which we're going to start with in episode two. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit with Kelly and so introduce you to Kelly and then we'll all be introduced to you. So tell us a little bit about your blog, My Soulful Home. Well, yeah, I started My Soulful Home and just about, well, almost exactly four years ago and it's um, home decorating and design and garden design. I have a, a fairly heavy emphasis on gardening. I love it. It's my other passion. Uh, so I like to give a lot of information along with the pretty pictures. Um, so when someone reads a blog post that I have published, they are they learn something and they can take that information and then go implement it in their house or in their garden. Wonderful. And I know the answer to this, but what is, how do you describe your style? Well, you two made me come up with a name for my style. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell everybody that you forced me into it. But um, we're going to, we're calling this farmhouse glam. Uh, I have I like recently I re that. begun renovating and I'm actually almost finished already, crazy as it is, uh, a, a farmhouse, a Victorian farmhouse that was built in 1886. And it needed everything. Um, 
I won't give you the real name of the former owner, but if anybody had ever seen the show Sanford and Sons, uh, you could just liken the previous owner to Fred Sanford. Uh, (laughs) Let's just say he was a collector, a.k.a. hoarder of Olympic proportions, and there was a a lot going on in this house. Um, So it's changed a lot in the 14 months since we were able to move in. And I wanted to keep true to not only the age of the house, but the style of the house, but obviously give it my own twist and, uh, you know, make it uh, appropriate and comfortable for a family in 2016, 17, and um, give it a little bling because I'm in LA. So farmhouse glam is what it sort of can be summed up as. Kelly, I love that farmhouse glam. May I use that too? Well, you may use that. Oh, of I love I share that. everything with you. Oh, but are you now going to change your style style to farmhouse glam? Well, you, know? you, you never know. You never know. <laughs> but you know, it's just an it's just some words. I mean, your style, and I know we're going to talk about this later on. But your your style is sort of bigger than uh, than a sound bite. So if, Yvonne can incorporate some glam yeah, but and she'll I, still yeah, be her. I think that's a good description for your style. I like all the mirrored pieces and I think that kind of works. So, and you live, you said you live in LA or near LA. Tell us where you live and a little bit about your family. Yeah, I live in Southern California and I am not from here. I, I grew up on the East Coast. I'm from New York. My husband's from Virginia. And we moved here about 12 years ago. I came here kicking and screaming because I, I am a dyed-in-the-wool New Yorker. And I did not want to live in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it's been wonderful. And it doesn't feel like you know what somebody from another part of the country might think about it as LA. Um, it's where we live in Pasadena is very leafy and green. In fact, I was so struck when I first came here that it looks so much like Westchester County or Connecticut. It's very East Coasty. See, um, I picked you all this time for a, a California girl. So oh, until no, you told you me, I had no that. idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, well you knew that before right now, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I just found that out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm from New York and um, I can tell you how I'm from New York whenever you want to talk about <laughs> you it. such a good accent. I love it. Not to bash my New Yorkers, but that's just a little fun. People like that. <laughs> uh, but no, we, lo- we love it here. And it's a great place. To- I mean, w- when you can be outside and your kids can be outside, um, you know, like 10 months out of the year uh, or maybe 12. It just rains a little bit after Christmas. But uh, we've really enjoyed it. And I, I love I love living here. And so a little bit about your family. I'm, I've been married to Peter for almost 25 years. Whoa. And we have two girls. And they are 16 and just turned 14. Wow. And we have our dog, Emmett, who we adore, who we we didn't think we ever wanted a dog. And then he came into our lives and he's brought so much joy to everyone. So now, that's is our he little the, family. Is he the dog? So I just went on your blog and watched your Today Show appearance. Is that the little dog? In the That's my little dog. Yeah. He's so cute. He it's, is cute. <laughs> Kelly, I love when people name their dogs people names. I think that is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a foofy little dog, you know, that could be a lap dog, but he doesn't think he's a lap dog. So we kind of wanted to give him a name. Sounded like a, you know, like a Scottish rugby player or something. So he's Emmett. <laughs> but he really should be like, you know, Pierre or something, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is funny. And I know the answer to this, but I think it's very fascinating. What did you do before blogging? I was a trial lawyer for quite some time. I love I, it. Yeah. After law school, I uh, landed my dream job as a uh, prosecutor in uh, the district attorney's office in Manhattan. So I was a prosecutor there for about five years. So you were taking down the bad guys. You know it. Oh, friend. my. <laughs> and were you ever afraid that one of them would try to come after you? Because that's what I would be concerned about. Well, when you first start out, you're doing you know misdemeanors, which, you know, I mean... I want to say I could probably, you know, I felt I probably could take down somebody who was, you know, jumping the turnstile in the subway or something. But as you work <laughs> up the ladder and I started doing felony crimes and uh, prosecuting felony crimes, yeah, then, then you're, you know, you do look over your shoulder. Uh, there was one case in particular where the um, defendant was given bail, which I didn't think he should have been, and he was out during the course of the trial. And so I, um, my supervisor called me in and told me I was going to have a police escort for the for the course of the trial, which oh was really kind of a sobering thought. Mm -hmm. So I used to walk home and we lived in lower Manhattan and Tribeca at the time. And I used to walk home. So I had this fairly nice policeman who would walk me back and forth. <laughs> wow. And then did, and then when you got home, he would leave, right? Yes. See, that seems a little scary to me. Well, I lived in a building with a doorman, you know, okay. so it was oh, that doorman. Know. I'm sure he's packing heat, right? It was like, everybody's packing heat, you know. So. Are you in that. Texas or what? <laughs> That's where you're from, Anita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got guns here. Gideon. <laughs> so what is That's your... so weird. Okay. <laughs> what? That's so weird. Okay. What? That, that everyone in, in Texas has guns? Yeah. Well, it's I, Texas. Have you I not guess seen you the should. movies? Yeah, it is. Yes, it's very John Wayne-y, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have snakes and things here, you know. Yeah. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. And I love that about you. You're always ready. <laughs> okay. So what is your superpower? My enthusiasm. Uh, you are good. I would yeah. agree with that one. You would? Okay, yeah. Mm -mm. I mean, you know, some mornings I'm Absolutely. not as enthusiastic as others, but I like, I, I get it going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I feel like you're always, you know, I mean, if I need to real, you know, pep talk, I think you're there for me. Oh, well, I am, Anita. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what have you learned from blogging? Because I feel like we've all learned so much from doing this because we've been doing it for so long and we do it all day long. Well, yeah, obviously you learn so much about decorating and you evolve and, you know, you learn to be a stylist and a photographer and a, a webmaster and all the technical things. But, but you've got we, that tech husband of yours who helps you. So I do little, have that tech husband. of that. I, I know, but, you know, people would think it's kind of like the, um, you know, the cobbler's uh, kids who have no shoes. You know, he's or so the busy on all his projects. a terrible but, cold. Oh, yeah. Yvonne, are you okay over there? No, I am. I just have such a bad cold, and my husband's a doctor, and he brought it home. So, oh, no! So, yes. So, no, I'm doing fine. I'm just a little stuffy and sniffly and everything that goes along with that. Oh, But, honey. yeah, you know, like, I've got a doctor, and he's going, I'm saying, don't you have a pill or something? And he's saying, <laughs> mm, you got to wait this one through, honey. Oh, no. Well, yeah, it's a similar thing here. Yeah. I, I mean, if I have a blog disaster, you know, Peter's there, but you know, the day to day, he's certainly not like, Ooh, yeah. You know, let me, let me, you know, write that code for you. No, no, I'm on my own, but it, it is helpful to have somebody that you can ask questions of. Um, but I think the, um, 
the, the most important and overarching lesson I have learned from blogging is that there are so many wonderful kindred spirits out there in the world. Oh, that's whether it's, yeah, whether it's fellow bloggers like you two uh, and all the other bloggers that we are, uh, that we know and that we're friendly with and we respect their work. And then all the readers and the people who take the time to comment. I mean, it's just, to me, just so, it just fills me with so much happiness to know that there are people out there that I'm connecting with through my blog that I never would have come across in the course of my lifetime. I think you're right about that. And I, I forget about what it used to be like when I felt like people didn't understand me because none of my friends really got, you know, local friends really got the whole obsession with decorating things. But once I began blogging and I found these other people that were crazy about decorating room like me, it, it did. It, it felt like I found my people. Yeah. It's like yeah. finding the mothership. You know, these are my people <laughs> lead me to the mothership. And I really felt that way when we go to a blogging conference. Oh, yes. And then, you know, because I have wonderful friends who are very supportive and family members that are very supportive, but day to day, they don't get what I do. It's like, you know, why can't I call you at 10 o'clock in the morning? Well, because I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're taping this or, you know, I've got a phone call or whatever. And when I go to a blogging conference, it's like, okay, these are my people. You, everybody understands each other. And it's just like a big sorority of nice girls. It is. Oh, isn't it is. nice. And we're going to have our own sorority of nice girls and maybe some guys here, right here on the oh, podcast. It's I know. It's another I'm... place where we can come together, mm-hmm. people that have similar interests, and we can learn from each other and share and have some laughs and, uh, you know, make our homes more beautiful along the mm-hmm. way. I'm looking so forward to that. Oh, I am too. And we're going to have the call-in number, which we'll have in the show notes. So people can call in with topics they want to cover or questions they have. So I'm pretty excited about that too. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for the lightning round, Kelly? Sure. Okay. Short answers. Okay. <laughs> I'm not good at short answers. Okay. You can do it. I know you can do it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm. I used to get paid by the word. Isn't that what they say about lawyers? So you know, I'm sticking a few in, extra ones in here and there. She's short word challenged. Is that the okay, way I'm we gonna say? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Okay. All right. Favorite comfort food? Mashed potatoes. Mm, food you won't eat? Haggis. I was made to eat it once, and I oh. would never do it again. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. have to agree with that one. Dream vacation spot. I had been promised a um, month in Tuscany quite some time mm-hmm. ago. And mm-hmm. I, so I would either take a month in Tuscany or the south of France would be fine. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to be, I'm not going to even have to choose one. Either one okay. would be fine. Mm. All right. I like that. Your favorite TV show? I don't watch that much TV, um, but if I was going to watch TV, um, there's, uh, gosh, it's called Prime Suspect, and it's with Helen Mirren, and honestly, I think I could watch that one brush her teeth. I just think she's a great actress. Um, So Prime Suspect, I would uh, recommend it. It was made maybe 10 years ago, but it's great. That's the lawyer in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Favorite movie? Room with a View or... Mamma Mia, because I could watch Mamma Mia with my girls and dance around. Oh, I could probably watch fun. it That's 10 times over. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. one too. Your favorite song? That is the toughest one. I don't know. How did someone pick their favorite song? Um, I know. I know. Okay. That was me. I, I'm going to say, say Summer Wind because it reminds me of my mom. Oh. 
favorite uh, quote? Okay, I pinned this one not too long ago, so let's see if I can remember it. I, I wrote it down because I liked it so much. Um, in a world where you can choose to be anything, choose to be kind. I oh, like that that's one. right. That's right. Celebrity crush? I have this thing for Johnny Depp. I don't know. Oh. Not <laughs> when he was. Um, like as the pirate Johnny Depp? Willy Wonka. I know when you think about like how would you think that was like but there's something about him yeah I like the whole pirate thing but I just yeah. like he's like a little edgy you know he, edgy. You know, he used to go with, out with Kate Moss so I mean like she wasn't after the Edward Scissorhands aspect of him Mm-mm. either so Mm-mm. as you can tell I cannot just give you a straight short answer I'm sorry <laughs> okay well that was great that's awesome mm-hmm. thanks Kelly sure sure okay well Yvonne, I'm sorry you don't feel well, but I'm going to ask you all these questions anyway. Oh, I'm happy to answer. I'm happy to answer. Okay. So tell us about Stone Gable for the three people in the world that don't know about Stone Gable blog. Oh, my goodness. Um, Stone Gable is a home and garden lifestyle blog. Um, And I've been blogging for seven years now. Can you believe it? No. And Stone Stone Gable started off, my daughter had just gotten married right out of college, and um, she moved away. Her husband took her away, so. Oh, I I know. Wait a minute. Okay, there's a story on there. (laughs) Her husband took her away. I know. (laughs) They moved to a different city, and um, she would always call me and say, like, Mommy, how did you make that? Or, Mommy, how did you paint that piece of furniture? Or, how did you arrange that? So I found out about this wonderful world of blogging and thought, you know what, I'm going to start this and pour all my very best into this, just like I'm going to pour into her life, like as (gasps) if I were there. And it just caught on. And and, um, I get up every morning and think I'm the luckiest person on earth to do this because I love it. I am so passionate about what I do. And I'm passionate about my readers and fellow bloggers. So really, I just, I'm blessed. I'm so, so blessed. And that, and that comes through in your blog. It's oh, just, thank it's, you. It's just like a warm hug. Oh, oh, thank you. That's what I want. Great. No, I remember <laughs> when I first, um, you know, sort of met you through blogging and I read that post about when you started your blog for Jackie. And that just, I mean, I, I was in hook, line, and sinker at that oh. point. <laughs> and it's only gotten better and better and better and better and better. Well, there's been a very steep learning curve. If you go to one of my first posts called How to Make Baked Oatmeal because my daughter loves it, I put it on the counter in a glass, a, you know, a one that's been used over and over that you can't scrape all the gook out of it, um, glass <laughs> uh, thir- 9 by 13 pan, and to style it, I put a tea towel by it, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. It's so been, tell it's, us about you. Now we talked about a little about Jackie. Tell us about your family. Oh, okay. Well, I live here at Stone Gable um, with my husband, Bobby. Woohoo, Bobby! Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love Bobby. Well, yeah, everybody loves Bobby. Um, and Bobby's, Bobby just supports what I do a thousand percent. And anytime I mention him on the blog, he thinks like he's a mini celebrity, which cracks <laughs> me up. Like he said, Yvonne, <laughs> do you think all the guys could do a podcast? Like, you know, <gasps> the guys tell all. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I just crack up. Um, but he really is very supportive. And we have um, our children now are edging out of their 20s into their 30s. And they have two children. Um, my son, Christopher, and my daughter, Jacqueline, they're both married. 
Uh, Jackie and her husband, Jonathan, live in Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill, which is a blast. And they just, we just had our first grandbaby. We have little Anderson. He's uh, three weeks yesterday or two days ago. And my son and his wife live in Lancaster, where we live. And they're expecting a little girl in June. So we're so excited. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting. And I wasn't really into the whole grandbaby stuff because I was so busy just, you know, blogging and doing I all knew these that other things. Gonna last. <laughs> and I said, oh, you know, when they have it, it'll be fine. I'm not in any hurry. Ugh, it's like you just, it's a whole nother world you have to look forward to. It's just wonderful. Oh, how exciting. But they don't call me grandma. I'm way too hip for that. I'm oh, Gigi. <laughs> You're Gigi. Well, that's what my Gigi. mom, my kids uh, call my mom Gigi. Yeah. Yeah. So it is just, it's a very hip name. Yeah, I like I like, you know, it matches my personality a little better. I think it does. Now, grandma mm-hmm. does not suit you, my friend. Mm-mm. Okay, so what did you do before <laughs> blogging? Oh, I was I did a lot of things. Um, but I was a teacher. That's what I went to school for. Oh, and I taught okay. first. I taught 5th grade first and then um I, my passion was uh primary so I taught first grade and people would say well what do you do for a living and I would say well I work where 25 people love me all day long I love that (laughs) nice work if you can get it right oh Oh it's wonderful yeah and I but when I had my children I waited quite a while before I had my children and um, I stopped teaching and then I just did all kinds of things I sold all kinds of things and then I worked at my the last job I had I worked at my husband's office and I was like a liaison um, between the doctor and the insurance companies. So don't get me started on that. <laughs> I want I want you to share what you would say when the kids would come to you. Uh, I will, but that's my favorite quote. Oh, okay, okay. I'll still okay, share I'll that in favorite quote. Oh, okay. well then, hey, how about I ask you, Yvonne, what is your favorite quote? <laughs> this is the lightning round. Okay. <laughs> my favorite quote is, now I have to couch this. When I was teaching, if somebody would come up to me and like their paste was dry or they had ripped oh, I the hate paper, when my paste is dry. You know, I know. But when hey, when you're six, you when you're six, you may hate that. <laughs> so when these little dear little babies would come up to me and say, you know, crying and they, they have something wrong, and I say, I would say to them. <gasps> you don't need to cry. There's nothing worth crying about in first grade. We can fix everything. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, you really can. You can make it a very happy, warm, um, accepting, loving place where a lot of learning takes place. But isn't that what uh, everybody should make the entire world? A happy, loving place where a lot of learning takes place. Yeah, well, right now it's sort of not like that. But that's that's exactly what we want from our podcast girls. Exactly. Exactly. There's nothing worth crying about. Come spend 30 minutes with us. That's right. And we'll talk about how not to get your pace to go dry. That's exactly. right. Well, you have, do you have hot glue guns in Texas too? <laughs> or just video <laughs> guns? Because <laughs> that's just perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yvonne, what's your superpower? I have two. So I'm going to share two. I have the ability to see beauty in almost anything. Oh, I and, like that. And make things pretty. Um, oh, I've always been like that. I can just look at something and and sort of rearrange it or reshuffle it or redo it and make things pretty. And I love a beautiful world. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of beauty in the world that people miss. So I like to make things beautiful. And the other thing is I think my superpower is encouraging. Yeah, I want to tell everyone, you know, you can do it. Whatever your it is, you can do it. 
And I think a lot of people get stuck or frightened to do things. And I think it's so important to have that attitude. Like just, you know, you can do, if you really want to do something, you can do it. If you have enough passion, you know, just go for it. Well, I think that's so true. And I mean, you know, look at what we've done just here and I'm not patting us on the back. I'm just using it as an example. We wanted to start a podcast. We had no idea how to make a podcast. <laughs> and so now we're making a podcast and, you know, mm. maybe people, some people will listen to it and I, maybe a lot of people and, and people will be able to hear words like that. Like you can do it and mm-hmm. concrete tips and, and all the things that we're going to be sharing. So I, I think that's a wonderful attitude. And I, I definitely, that emanates from you. Oh, so good. It's a, well, it's a wonderful thank um, you. quality that you have. Mm, and I think we really want to do that on this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about decorating, give tons of tips, ways to do things, decorating advice. And we just want to say to you, you can do this. It's something that anybody can do and we'll, we'll be right there cheering you on and walking you through it. Well said. What has blogging taught you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, blogging. Oh. I would have to spend like 12 episodes, but (laughs) I'll pull one thing out. And uh, first of all, if anyone wants to start a blog, you should just do it. It's such a wonderful experience. But here's, I started blogging like close to middle age. And um, I had never done this before, and I just went ahead and did it. Like I said, I wanted to do it for my daughter. And I remember the first time I pushed the publish, I mean, my on my Ooh. first book, it was like I was pushing that atomic bomb button, you know, in the football. <laughs> you know, I was like sweating. My, my palms were sweaty. I was shaky. And two and, people saw it then, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, then I had three comments, and I was like, oh, what? my gosh, they found me, you know. And it was a you little three scary. comments from the beginning? I think I took yeah. me a year to get three comments. <laughs> well, I don't know. But anyway, um, I just want to tell people, you are never too old, never too young to do something you want to do. And if I, let me tell you, if I can do it, anybody can. And that is, I mean, that's the biggest thing, blogging. I was told, I sat in a, a meeting with a lot of people and a lot of editors from newspapers, I mean, magazines, and they said, if you are not about 40, and I think you were there, Anita, if you're not around 45 years old and you don't have a young family, you'll never be in a magazine. <laughs> not so. I've no. been in magazines. Yeah. I'm going to be in two upcoming magazines. Yep. Don't let people, even people in the industry, if, if mm-hmm. somebody's going to say no, you just have to think of another way to do it. That whole magazine thing. Yeah, we heard that you had to be young. And we also heard that once you've been in one magazine, you're not going to be in That's another right. one. And That's I've been right. in 21 magazines. So. I know. Well, you're like the magazine you. queen. <laughs> and, and I'm way over that, you know, age. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just whatever age you are, if there's something you want to do, you can do it. Excellent advice. Mm-hmm. So let's do the lightning round. Well, I want to if you, I want to tell people what um, would surprise them about me. Oh, right. I'm going to usurp that and just tell that because I've been thinking about that, and especially you know when I'm writing and things. I my formative years, I lived abroad. I lived in England and Scotland in England. I didn't and, know that. Mm-hmm, and I went to a all girls Scottish boarding school in Edinburgh. Oh my goodness! I did not good know that. Did, oh, Anita, I thought you knew everything about <laughs> me. Yeah. Wait a minute. And, no, no, where did you? So, where did you grow up besides that? Just well, all overseas. We grew, 
No, no. My father was in the Air Force and I was born in Maryland. I grew up in my, my grandmother, my mom's from Pennsylvania. So when my daddy went like, he went to Wakanai, Japan during the Cuban Missile Crisis, I was really tiny. But we had to go, we lived with my mother, my grandmother. So that was sort of our base. We live, we've lived in California. I lived there for six years. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. Then we went to, uh, we lived in Scotland. And then we moved to England, and then in between, my my semester wasn't done, so my parents said, I went to this gorgeous, amazing all-girls academy in Edinburgh, Scotland, where it was really a big castle, and you go in through a little door and all, I mean, oh, it was phenomenal, wow. marble, everything Edinburgh. was Oh, it's gorgeous. And so that's, I went to boarding school there. And um, because I had an American accent, I had to take elocution. Oh, how funny. (laughs) Because I did not speak the King's English. And I um, took botany and English and Scottish history and did all very, very refined um, curriculum. I took italicized writing. And then we moved from England, after we moved from Scotland, we moved to England. Then we moved to Del Rio, Texas on the Acuna-Mexico border. And then finally, we moved back to Pennsylvania when my father retired out of the Air Force. And I was told in high school, I wanted to be a teacher. They said, you'll never be a teacher. You don't know enough American history what? or American culture. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And, and I did it. See, see, this is what I'm you telling go. you. Don't let people tell you, you oh, can't yeah. do it. Um, yeah. So it was really, that was very, a very formative part of my life. Oh my goodness. I'm mm-hmm. so glad to know all of that. I and it was no so awesome. It was such an awesome life. And I'm very, 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 very patriotic because I've seen it from the inside and growing up as a child. And I'm conjuring this image of that castle school. That oh, my. And I love what I'm seeing amazing. in my head right now. <laughs> but in, the neat thing is when I was in England, we had fab. I, we, I went to a base school that had a sister school that was a, a, a British school. And we would travel. We went everywhere. We went to all the historic sites, Cambridge. Oh, so many places in London. We would study Shakespeare and then go to the theater in Stratford and Avon and actually see the plays. So I've had such an interesting sort of <laughs> chopped up education, but it's, I think it served me well. How fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, after all that, I don't know. Asking you your favorite comfort food seems a little oh, dull, my favorite but I'm com- ask you. <laughs> it's good old American food? Lancaster County um, stuffing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anything you won't eat? Peas. Ooh. Come on. Well, eat you know, peas. again, boarding school, they ha- they make very mushy peas. Mushy They're known, peas. You know, yeah. Uh-uh, okay. No. Uh, yeah, I lived in England for a while, and they used to call them Grimsby peas, and they're mm-hmm. big and and sort mm. of pasty, yuck. Okay, dream vacation spot. Well, it's funny that you said, I think uh, the south of France. I would like to oh, live there think? for a month. Okay. And actually, I, I think that might be in the works. <laughs> Do we say it now? No. Oh. Don't jinx okay. it. No, uh, favorite TV anything. show? Um, Fixer Upper. Mm. Fixer Upper, nice. Yeah, and you know, I love... Um, Chip and Joanna, just their relationship and how sweet they are as much as I love what they do. Dude, they are nothing like Yvonne and Bobby. Okay. <laughs> they got nothing on Yvonne and Bobby. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> okay. Favorite movie? 
My favorite movie is Sense and Sensibility. Yeah. I love oh, those we, we period. We need to have a movie marathon. Oh, oh my goodness. I love those period pieces. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, there's some app or something that my daughter was telling me about where several people, you can watch a TV show or something to, or a movie together, but you can also see a little video of each person watching the show together. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How far we have come. Wow. <laughs> I, I'll have to find out what it yeah. is. Yeah. Find out mm-hmm. what that is. <clears throat> can I be in my pajamas? Is that okay? Okay. Favorite song? My favorite song is Amazing Grace. Mm. Okay. You want to sing a little bit? Uh, no. Oh, gosh. Of all the things that I've been given in life, a singing voice is not one of them <laughs> at I all. I was holding the not... door when they gave that out, too. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. And it's so frustrating when you know all the words. I just get in my car and sing by myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Some days um... I think I sound wonderful, but it's usually the days, like today, I have a head cold. For some reason, I can't hear myself, so I think I sound much better than I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we already had your quote, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Now, give us your celebrity crush. As long as oh, Bobby you know, I've been room, thinking about this. Us. I don't have one. I really mm-hmm. don't. I don't. I'm not crushing on anybody right now. Oh, hi. Um, I, I like Chris Pratt only. Now, I'm not crushing on him, but I like him because my son's name is Christopher and our last name is Pratt. Well, oh, that would, Yvonne. That's easy to remember. I know. And he, and he, I, I said to him, I said, well, do you, he said, mom, every time I say my name, I get it. I said, I'm sorry, son, because you're Christopher, you know, and they, and, and uh, it's just one of those weird things. So, yes. Well, well let me, it, let, with a guy like Bobby right there, how can you even have a celebrity crush? Forget it. Yvonne, I so enjoyed learning all of that about your um, your growing up and your your education and overseas. So yeah, it was really it was a really an adventure to say the least. But now let's talk to um, Anita. Anita, I know a lot about you, so I want to learn something new today. You blog at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. Beautiful, beautiful blog. You do oh, French country, true French country styling like nobody else does. It's just amazing. Tell us a little more about your blog. Well, and I'm going to say that it's, it is really an updated version of country French style because it's not really true traditional country French because traditional country French has lots of colors in it that I don't really use. So I kind of tone it down with more neutrals and nubby fabrics and grain sacks and, and homespun linens. So, but it is definitely a very, French uh, look and then with the farmhouse. And that's why I love it so much, Anita. Oh, thank you. Um, Well, how would you, I see, I would say it's French, mm, French country, but upscaled. How do you describe your style? Well, I call it farmhouse French because I see Mm. it as a mix of high-end French antiques and low end uh, or, you know, rustic farmhouse things so it's not everything is not necessarily from France or Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily supposed to be from France and that's kind of why I created my own style because I didn't want to be picked apart and somebody saying that's not really part of country French style so Mm -hmm. I just created my own thing called farmhouse French and I get to decide what goes in it I mean I literally wrote the book on it so I can do whatever I want with it I figure (laughs) <laughs> and she Anita, really did. she really wrote the she book did. on it, and that's that's what's so attractive that it is has this rustic luxe mix that is so beautifully done. Oh, and I'm not just saying that because we're on a podcast. You know, I truly mean that. I know you're so sweet. <laughs> well, I want you to tell us a little about your family and where you live. Well, I 
I'm going to say that I was born in Oklahoma and my dad worked for an oil company. So we lived several places, which is why I don't have a Texan accent. This is a, mm-hmm. I, because I actually grew up some in New Jersey, <clears throat> near New York City, and also I in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So we were kind of near Lancaster County. Where yeah, close to are. me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't make it to Texas until I was 15. Uh, but but we do live in Houston, and we live in this great neighborhood in Houston called the Heights, and it's a neighborhood that's over a hundred years old. There's a few original Victorian homes here, but it's mainly original craftsman style homes, which were popular around the turn of the century. And there's a lot of really cool restaurants and things here. And I was trying to figure out how to describe it to a friend recently, and I looked on Yelp at this restaurant nearby, and it said that the atmosphere was hipster. So oh, I'm thinking okay. that. <laughs> Thinking that's what my neighborhood is called. It's hipster. You're thinking Mm -hmm. you're hipster. All right. (laughs) As long as I'm not a hipster doofus, I'm okay, right? (laughs) Let me tell you, we have a very big hipster population here in Lancaster County. Very artsy. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So yeah, so Mm -hmm. I live, so we live in, in Houston and uh, we've got a farm out in Round Top, which is where the antique show is, the big antique show and where I know both of you are going to come visit me one of these days. It's on my bucket list. Absolutely. Good. Um, Anita, I am so fascinated with what you did before blogging because it is so totally left brain and you're a very creative person. So tell our listening audience, what did you do before you started your blog? Well, uh, I was an engineer, of course, right? It's of very course, left- right. Yeah, <laughs> very left brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but in my defense... In your defense, it's fabulous if you're an engineer. (laughs) Try going up to somebody in a dinner party and telling them you're an engineer and see if they stick around. They like (laughs) take a beeline away from you because they think you're going to talk about boring, you know, thermodynamics and stuff. But I wanted to be an artist when I was little. And I told my dad, I was just had these bright eyes and I was like, I'm going to be an artist, daddy. And, you know, he just looked at me and said, you know, okay, but you know, you're going to end up in a van down by the river. There's going to be holes in the wall, stuffing them with dirty newspaper. And I just was, I knew I could not live in a dirty, ugly van. (laughs) (laughs) So it was my love. Know thyself. So it was in my love of beautiful interiors that made me decide that I was going to go into engineering so I could afford a pretty house. Oh, isn't that funny? I didn't know that. That's actually true. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. So you sort of backwards. So your love of beautiful design forced you to become an engineer. That's right. <laughs> I love that. How I, life makes those turns and circles. It's weird. But then I had then you know I became a mom after working as an engineer and a consultant for a while. And my first child, as you both know, has Down syndrome. But she had all these health issues, and I, I was traveling, and I realized that I just you know, what really mattered was taking care of my family. And I just couldn't do both in my situation. And I think you can work and be a good mom. uh, But I just had lost my desire for my career at that point. It just Mm -hmm. was, you know, I just really Mm -hmm. puts things in perspective. So I stayed home with my kids and then kind of created these little entrepreneurial things while I was a stay-at-home mom. I had a a portrait photography business that I created and had fun with. And then I worked at a furniture store and I just did a little bit of this and that. And Anita, you are mm-hmm. one of the most entrepreneurial person, person I know. 
Oh, thanks. I, oh, I, I just can't believe what you try and get your hands into. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I so admire you for that. You've done so many things. Well, I had an online photography class even for a while, but it was a little too soon for the market. And, uh, that, and that's why I thought I couldn't be a, a, an entrepreneur because it bombed. And I thought, well, I guess I can't be an entrepreneur. Little did I know that that's an important step along the road that you have to have these failures. That's how you learn how to, you know, come up with a great business. So absolutely. Yeah. So you that's- learned a very big lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your superpower? Well, I wish I could say, well, I mean, I do love to encourage people, but you've already said that one. So that's okay. We can share that one. Okay, we can share that one. But I would say also just an ability to block out the noise and just put my head down and work. Oh, I, I absolutely oh, agree. You get with the that. job done. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, you're, we, you're always like 10 steps ahead of me. I'm going, honestly, wait a minute. like a thought comes out of uh, somebody's mouth and then she's got an email outlining mm-hmm. the entire thing in your That's inbox exactly before right. you finish saying the sentence. It's oh. crazy. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good. I'm glad it's been helpful to you. Very helpful. A little intimidating, but very helpful. So, right. It's not meant to be. Once you get over being afraid of you, it's great. Oh, stop it. I'm joking. We're teasing. You're, I'm joking. Um, what I'm has joking. blogging taught you? You know, it, it taught me that I went from knowing nothing about blogging. I didn't really know anything about interior design. I just loved it. And so what it taught me is that you can start with nothing and create something that if you can dream it, you can do it. So true. And you don't have to be somebody. You don't have to know somebody. You don't have to have money. And you can start a blog, an Instagram account, a YouTube channel with nothing. I mean, just your phone and an internet connection. Right. Mm. And your passion. That's right. Mm -hmm. Your desire. Desire takes you a long way. Um, What one thing um, would people be surprised to know about you? You know, I kind of blab everything on my blog, so I don't feel like I have too many secrets left. Mm-hmm. I probably should keep my mouth shut more. <laughs> but what wouldn't... What? <laughs> so I pro- probably the only thing people don't know about me is that I uh, have a motorcycle license. No what? way! <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know that. That's... Vroom, vroom. I, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't... But I didn't say I have a motorcycle because I don't have one anymore because I am no longer... Anymore. Okay. Well, that, oh I, my that, gosh. That motorcycle babe. babe I love it. I, I'm not allowed to ride one anymore because I apparently... The, they are seen as unsafe by my husband. So, oh, oh, I think he doesn't stand alone in that. Uh, yes, exactly. I, I still want. Oh, see, I now I want a Vespa. That. But you know, oh, I want a Vespa too. Oh, see, but I don't I, know how to drive one. So you, I just sit on the back of yours. Okay, okay. You girls want a Vespa, and I want a Segway. That's where I am. <laughs> No, okay, that is not hipster. <laughs> no, I know, but it, I mean, isn't that cool? Well, couldn't we get one of those cars with the uh, uh, with the sidecar? So, you oh, I'm not the oh, I, <laughs> No, no, no. I want to drive my own, up, but I think that is so <laughs> cool. Best, but that's adorable. Listen, we're going to go into the lightning round right okay. now. Okay. And so here we go. Favorite right. comfort food: sweet potato fries. <laughs> food you won't eat: liver. Oh, liver's delicious. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, after you finish Well, hey, peas, I lived in England. What liver. can I say? Um, dream vacation spot. Well, interestingly enough, 
I told my husband about a month ago that I wanted to spend a month in the south of France. Mm, let's make that happen. Seriously, mm-hmm. we can do it. Hey, if you can dream it, you can do it. Right, we take our own advice there. Yeah, yeah. favorite TV show. I'm going to say Friends because it's just so fun and it's something that I watched with uh, my daughter. Oh, oh that's fun. so sweet. Yeah, it was favorite fun. movie. For a long time, it's been out of Africa, but I love all mm. those period pieces. Uh, just, I don't know. They're just, I don't know. Just a romantic deep down. And I oh, love, I love those. this too. Um, favorite song. You know, I had a problem with this one too. I mean, I love all that the 80s stuff. Journey. Um, Fleetwood Mac, but I love Taylor Swift and country music mm-hmm. and bluegrass. And I even love this group called Chanticleer and they do like Gregorian <laughs> chants and things. So it's just, okay. it's a weird assortment. So a motorcycle driving, Gregorian chant listening, <laughs> decorator, Logger. former engineer. Blogger podcast. I love it. There yeah, you you're go. You're making me sound like a freak. <laughs> no, no, you sound you are, awesome. You are the every woman. You're fabulous. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, do you have a favorite quote? I do. It's it's never too late to be who you might have been. Uh, and George Eliot said it. That is who was really a woman awesome. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people don't know that was a woman. Tell us about that. About the quote or about George Eliot? About George Eliot. Well, I mean, she was a woman in the 1800s and, you know, back then when women wanted to be authors, that really was frowned upon. So they a lot of times had a nom de plume, you know, they just went by another name. And I don't, for some reason, I think she decided a man's name would be more acceptable, that it would, her work would be taken more seriously. So. Oh, wow. And then later on, George Sand, who was a French woman, uh, also took up the same idea and went with a man's name and I think they both dressed as men too. Wow because during that age that was Mm -hmm. not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Yeah I (laughs) celebrity crush. Oh Sam Hewen. He's a cutie. He is a cutie. My husband knows too it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Kevin's okay with that. He's okay. I'm sure he has one too. All righty then. So today has been terrific. I really enjoyed learning even more about the two of you. So I think we're done for today. So remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.